Welcome to the Whole Point Podcast, all about guest conversations and our personal thoughts about big ideas that will elevate your life and change your mind. We're talking about how to bring them into your business, your family, and your real life, and what that looks like day to day on any random Tuesday. I'm Christy Bartelt, a wise mentor helping women confidently love themselves and change their lives and their minds. I'm Serena Talbot, and I'm passionate about helping people heal and accomplish their goals so that people can move forward with the life they are created to live. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Today we're talking about what is most important in 2022. A whole new year. We talked about this a few weeks ago, kind of that anticipation of the new year, but it's basically here now. And Serena and I have some, I don't know, reads on the energy of what's coming up and some thoughts to share on what we think is going to be the most important things for all of us to kind of like understand and hold on to as the next year unfolds. My first thought is always growing up Mormon, Mormons always keep a 30 day supply of food in their basement. That's like, I think maybe it's more than that 90 day. I can't remember, but it's like called food storage and you're supposed to have it. The energy of that is preparation. Actually, um, the way they teach it is like, just be prepared, kind of like a boy scout energy. And my read on the energy of 2022 is very reminiscent of this, like, Hey, be prepared energy and not food in the basement preparation. But it's like this emotional, spiritual preparation that I am really noticing the energy coming in at. And I think, Serena, are you feeling the same thing? Yeah, this is different than the practices. You know, in our other podcast, we were talking about the practices, things that we want to, habits that we want to bring into 2022. And this is, like you said, a read on the energy. What's fascinating to me is that was before you were born too, right? That was- mantra do you think from the beginning the mormons their their food storage thing is that what you're talking about yeah oh it goes back to them being like pioneers that trekked across the united states being like chased by like people who didn't like them (laughs) (laughs) and so historically you would prepare you'd save food for the for the winter like that was just a everybody did that and then we moved away from it because of grocery stores but then the idea of bringing it back and, and I have a similar thing when 1999 to 2000 happened, oh, yeah. right? And everybody's like, Y2K, Y2K is going to crash. And even to some extent, you know, in the pandemic and everyone hoarding toilet paper and stuff, it's interesting because I've always been like, oh yeah, whatever to that. Because a lot of us, our age are like, yeah, y'all have been prepping for a long time. <laughs> we've seen this come and go. We've seen, my dad would call this an old goofy movie that we've seen before. <laughs> right. So there's that idea. It's really drenched in fear. And for you and I, who are pretty adamantly against that, (laughs) it's really interesting to have this energy, not in fear, but have a lot of parallels. Like you do need to be prepared. Something is shifting, something's coming, but don't be scared. And like, you don't have to save all the pancake mix. It's going to be okay. I always think, you know, when I would listen to preppers, they're like, yeah, we're saving ammo and oil and veggies. And I'm like, okay, so let's play it out to its full conclusion <laughs> all the way to the end. I say this all the time. You have some pancakes and you've murdered all your neighbors and you win. 
Yeah. Where, what where'd you drive to? <laughs> what does it look like yep. in the idea that you're preparing for self-preservation mm-hmm. to outlast something? That's what we are not saying. <laughs> yes, none of that. That's not what this is. <laughs> the way I describe it before we hit record, I was saying for a second, when there is a hurricane, all the animals a few days before would start moving inland just instinctually because they knew something was coming. That's what it feels like to me in 2022 without fear. It's almost like a matter of fact. And I will be completely taken care of. And there isn't anything to worry about, but like heads up. Yeah, because the heads up and for me, this heads up energy started in the pandemic because I, my whole read on that, of course, in the beginning, I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, there was fear that related to the virus and like people passing away and all of that. But eventually it was like, oh, we're supposed to be dealing with our stuff. We're supposed to be building some resilient skills here. We're supposed to understand emotions. We're supposed to just like strip away any coping things that are not healthy. This is where this begins. I think it's like, okay, so now you've had two years. (laughs) Where are you? Because when you're supposed to be building in skills. So I think about this back to like when I started on my healing journey, like when things were so loud and it was so loud in my body that things were going wrong. And the reason it was so loud is because I had been ignoring all the signs before that. And we, we, we've been in the signs. Now it's just going to get louder. If you haven't been doing the work to kind of understand what it is like to feel difficult feelings and emotions and process them instead of shoving them down or doing whatever you used to do to distract yourself from them. If you haven't been doing that, things are going to start ramping up. It's going to start feeling harder in my read of the energy. And if you're mm-hmm. doing the work, it's going to be like, oh, I'm really glad I'm prepared for this. I'm glad I was like intuiting the next step, which is literally just getting your body knows exactly what to do. Honestly, we just have to be able to listen to it and feel it, even though it feels uncomfortable but that's where this is. It's not about a lot of canned corn in the basement. By the way, why? I mean, I think about all the canned food, like these are not the things I want to be prepared with. It's interesting because here's the deal. The reason is because we're in uncertainty. Mm -hmm. We are in the middle of uncertainty more than we have experienced in our lifetimes. Yes. And when we're uncertain, we want to grab for something. Food, clothing, and shelter, right? That's that's yep. a, about a, an amount of certainty and amount of safety. I think that's why people do that. And it's an action. It's a, I'm actually doing something to help this feeling not be here, which I would call, I'm not saying don't go buy food if you're like intuitively right. led to it. Like that's not at all what I'm saying. But in that moment, your body's act actually asking you to feel the uncomfortable feeling of uncertainty, in my opinion, not take action to make the feeling go away. I think that is the skill set right there being like, oh my gosh, this is what uncertainty feels like. And I am fully capable of feeling this because PS, I've said this before, your feelings last 90 seconds, everybody, and then they will change if you are present to them. But if you're constantly trying to stop them, then you're going to be buying canned corn every week obsessively. And we've, I think, culturally moved away from the soul, I'm going to use the word strength, Mm. to handle uncertainty. We've always looked to outside sources to tell us, like, here's the economy, here's spirituality, here's 
your education. Here's your jobs. Like all of that has been done externally, providing us with this security so we don't have to build it into us. We don't have to build the resiliency. We haven't, as humans in the West, had to build this inner resiliency of trusting ourselves and operating in a way that can withstand the amount of uncertainty that we have right now when we don't know what's coming. We've always been told what's coming, at least in our lifetime. Yeah. I was just going to say, also going back to your, (laughs) so play this out. You've got ammo and canned corn in your basement with gas and oil. And then what? The community aspect, when humans actually need each other, if we are so stuck in fear and uncertainty, we actually cannot be in community in the way that we're actually building connection. It's impossible. Your nervous system is too, it's just like firing off too high to actually be able to be like, okay, let me share this with you. And then together we'll go out and create more shelter, food, whatever that we need to do together. We'll, we'll figure it out. But in this moment, let's share our resources. The hoarding takes us away from that. And we're being asked as, in my opinion, spiritually, we're being asked to come back together, to individually take care of our own stuff so that we can be together collectively. Yeah. And I think all, all of the shifts and the changes that we all are feeling are coming are things we've wanted for a long time. We've wanted and needed community. We've wanted to have more freedoms. We've wanted to be taken care of slash take care of each other in community. We want to buy clothes and not feel like somebody had slave labor to make my clothes. I want to make food and not feel like pesticides were dumped on it in order to make the most profit. I want people around me to work in corporations that aren't just hell-bent on making money quarter after quarter at the expense of people's time. There's a lot of things that we want to change. We've asked for a new way of living in our hearts. Every single person listening in some way you've asked, I want more time with my kids. I don't want to be working so hard. I want my my parents who've worked in corporate to be honored and not like cut out the second gray hair. I want, you know, elderly people to be taken care of better. I want us not all to have so much medication, right? We've all asked. And so it's like the universe is saying, okay, cool guys, let's change them up. And then we're like, ah! <laughs> this is how manifestation works. It's yeah. like you create an intention and then you have to actually meet the intention. What it looks like and you have to learn into it. And we're actually being asked. It's like, okay, yes. this is what you want. Here's your skills. <laughs> and now we have to say, what does that look like? To me, that's the shift. What does that look like? And that does not look like holding up with ammo. That's more of the same. That's more of I'm against you and you're an idiot and you don't believe the same way as me. So I'm better than you. And we don't want that. Everybody's been asking also for that to change. Well, it's funny because not only have we been asking for that to change, we've also been saying once that changes, we'll be better. So like once you're not polluting big corporation, our environment will be better. We've been putting, we've been offloading the actual Mm -hmm. work, I guess I would say. And it's like, well, actually I think, hey, if shipping containers can't get in from other countries, what have we been saying by American? Does anyone make what you want? No. 
Who is going to make it? Do you need to build the skills to make it? Maybe that's going to be some work that you're going to need to do. This is the, it's like pressing from both sides, right? It's like what we've outsourced and also what we have ignored. Because like you said, we're soul sick and our souls are asking us to be self-empowered. Personally, that's what I think my soul has been asking for years. Like take care of your own stuff, Christy. And when you learn how to do it, show other people how to do it. You had said it's time to put on our big girl panties, you know, and our big girl panties. And that's the thing. It's a, it's an amazing thing because we want more freedom and we all know with more freedom brings responsibility. So it's like the universe is saying, okay, be responsible. To your point, we've been waiting. Well, we want the corporations and the government to be responsible first, then we will. Yep. Or we'll hold them responsible as if that's an action, right? And it is, I mean, it is somewhat an action, but it's also like, yes, yes, but what are you actually doing in your home on a Tuesday night? What's going down in your house? Which I think is actually something important to, to speak of. So in what this looks like to me, as we roll into 2022, when I think about my family, myself, and this getting my own emotional and spiritual self prepared, stockpiling those inner resources, not the ones in the basement, (laughs) is actually just looking around. And I've been doing this like, okay, so what is still triggering me? Where am I noticing that I am not aligned with the community that I want to create, the parent that I want to be, the partner that I want to be? What's stopping that? Where do I notice it? And, And what can I do with it? So for me, this literally looks like more and more noticing any tensions that arise in me and actually allowing myself to be present to them so that they change whatever lesson is there so I can integrate it. And this is not some big thought experience. It doesn't mean I'm like sitting there contemplating, thinking, thinking, thinking. It's like, here's a trigger, feel it. How do I want to be instead? Practice that, practice that, practice that, and then move along. Because I know for me in my home, um, it's more of an example thing. Cause I could talk all day clearly, but my children learn better when I'm just doing it for myself and leading by example. So that's part of it. And then also for me, it is intuitively listening to what it's almost like a deepening into work, I guess, and not in work like nine to five work, but Hey, what's something that feels hard that I've stopped myself from doing that on the other side is a skill set that I've been, I've known that I've wanted to have. So for me, it's not gardening. It's not growing food. It's, it is actually like having closer community because I am a person who likes to, Hey, I'll be alone all day. Like it's my favorite thing. Like, let me be alone. So I know that there's work around building community for me. And so I'm actually building that skill set. And what might that look like? How does that manifest in my life? And what do I need to learn to do in order to get to that other side? So that's what this looks like for me coming into 2022. What about you, Serena? what you just described to me is the responsibility we're being asked to do or become or be, right? You're mm-hmm. the responsible we're supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, be in the being, which is just yeah. who you are. Yeah. So that is exactly what's happening for me is what does it look like if I were to live out what I want this thing to look like? more every day. But the being responsible part is the listening. 
So I asked that question, what does it look like? I have to be in a position to receive an answer. Hmm. What that looks like for me. Okay, Serena, do this and do that. So it's being connected with our intuition. To be connected with your inner wisdom is not optional anymore if you want to operate without fear. Being connected with yourself, the part of you that's not scared at all, the part of you that has a plan, the part of you that knows the future, the part of you that is this inner wisdom, that's my, when I think of being responsible, that's my responsibility to live in that space, like you said, so I can show up for my family the way I want to, my clients and the community, right? That's how we're showing up in those spaces. And I think that is the preparation. If there's a thing that's going to happen, I don't think it's happening in 2022. I think we're still in, this is like, for me, it feels like preparatory stages. Like, it's like, first we have the, okay, you, here, let me give you like this whole thing, like, boom, here's this blow up of the pandemic to, to get your attention if you haven't been doing the work. And then from there, it's like, it's going to just feel tighter and tighter unless you're actually, I think, living from your heart. Okay, what has Brene Brown been teaching us? Let's use her as an example. She's like vulnerability, authenticity, living from the heart. We are supposed to be opening our hearts to each other and to ourselves and to love and not closing down and restricting in fear. You have two choices, Serena. You always say this. Yeah, we're either living in fear or faith. But to me, 2022 is the doing. It's the actual living of it. We have absorbed all the info we need. You don't need another book. You don't need another teacher. You don't need another anything. We need to practice this. We need to become this. Thankfully, I mean, there are a lot of books. Brene Brown's new book is literally exactly what we're talking about. Like mapping your emotions and feeling them. And and the whole, when you do that, you find peace. It's like everybody who's everybody, anything we're saying, like y'all have heard before, this is probably not new to most of you listening because this is a space we're in. People are saying, like, get beyond the noise, find peace in you. It's like this restoration of our souls that have been starving and sick. It's like now there's all this quote unquote food, but now it's our job to eat it and become strong. Yep. I am actually quite excited. And I think I mentioned this even before when I was talking about the things I was doing in preparation for 2022. I am quite excited for this year. I think it is going to be a growth year that feels, it feels like things will happen. The energy has felt kind of like flat and consistent for the last two years. It's like, eh, it's going to be like this for a while. It always makes me think there's this, these beautiful mountains where I grew up, I grew up in Salt Lake city and the mountains are gorgeous. And I love to go on the mountains and to get to the best vantage point, you have to actually work. You have to climb the mountain. You have to like climb the trail. And here in Wisconsin, hiking is like a flat, it's oftentimes like a flat trail. And I'm like, oh, hiking is so easy. Yeah. But I mean, it's still beautiful. But I, what I see this year is much more like one of these (laughs) Rocky mountain trails where along the way, there's going to be so much beauty, but it's work. You're going to feel the elevation change, if you will, like you're going to have to sweat and do the things and you're going to feel good that you did them because there's nothing like getting to the top of a mountain and looking around and going, I did that under my own power, but we're in mountain climber phase this year. Like you're, it's time, like you're walking and you're going forward and it's going to feel hard. Sometimes it's supposed to, that means you're doing it right. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. None of this is supposed to feel easy. You're supposed to be proud of yourself as you do hard things 
and keep moving forward. And I think part of all of that is the capacity. And that's why I think we, we must go inward is because the capacity to be motivated by faith instead of fear. So I'm doing the hard things not to prepare for battle. Because I think that's the energy that people are like, if you're on the pendulum toward fear, you're preparing to fight. But if you're on the pendulum toward faith and hope, you're just preparing for whatever good stuff. But no matter what happens, you'll be able to handle it. Literally, you know, it's funny because years ago I had this moment where I was like, if I died, that's okay. Like everything would be all right. I had this moment and I'm like, oh my gosh, is that a good thought to think? Like I had to kind of like consider what's the energetics of that thought. And I'm like, no, it's actually my acceptance that everything is as it should be. No matter what happens. Occasionally my mind has these crazy thoughts. Like we'll be driving down the freeway and my mind's like, we're all going to die. Like it's like fiery car crash. What's really interesting. Like, thank you for telling me that. Then I'm like, well, if that happened, okay, we'd handle it. Whatever happened, we'd handle it and we'd be all right. The other side would be okay. And that is such a shift for me as a human, but that's kind of where we are. I don't know what the next five years are going to look like, but I actually do trust that whatever happens, I am going to be able to handle it even when it's hard. And handling doesn't mean I won't freak out from time to time. You can still freak out and be handling things. Let us not get that twisted. Is a challenge. And also what you described, again, to say we've wanted all these things to change materialistically, but we've also, we have made death, dying, depression, fear, taboo. Yeah. And our souls are like, y'all need to talk about this stuff. Is this, you know, hundred years on this planet, wherever you happen to live it? And our souls are like, no please come talk to me so you can have some peace because if this life is all you have, it is scary and it Mm -hmm. is going to make you extremely self-protective. Well, and this idea that you have to do life right. I mean, it is very much a part of like how I grew up, that there is a right way and a wrong way to be a human. And I simply don't think that way anymore. And actually I'll reference back Ariel speaking about her father's passing and all the signs that were coming to her, that were comforting her. That's what I've had over the years. We're not in someone's passing, but just signs like it's okay. It's all right. This isn't the thing. You don't have to worry about doing it right or wrong. Just keep doing it. Just keep growing. It's almost like, so we're the animal we're near the coast of Florida. There's a hurricane coming and we're each like, are you guys, did you guys feel, you feel this weirdness? Are you like sensing we need to go inland? Are you? And we're all like, yeah. We're like, okay. Do you think it's okay? Are we going to die? And it's like, no, pack up your little squirrel suitcase, whatever that means. Go inland. This might be a horrible example. So I'll just I love like, apologize. Now I'm like, seeing all the animals inland preparing. <laughs> and then when the other animals do come, they're like, yeah, come here. I've got a spot for you too. Right. Like, like, that's hey, what I'm you're here too. <laughs> Glad you made it. Glad to see you. Your squirrel suitcase. <laughs> it's a similar thing because it's just so, you have to trust, yeah. but we don't actually know. We don't know 
exactly what it's going to be. And is that okay? And I think you do need to do soul searching to find that. Is that okay? Can I trust life? The, the healing work we do, a lot of times it's, well, I don't know if I can trust this intuition to go north because it screwed me over this other time someone I love died. And this is the healing work we're doing right now. This is the putting on our big boy panties, our big girl panties to find resolution in our hearts about these things. Well, and it would make sense because when you live lower on the emotional scale, and if you don't know what the emotional scale is, I highly encourage you to go back through our podcast episodes because they will be very beneficial to you. But if you've lived in a, a life viewpoint that's lower on the emotional scale, you've been listening to fear thinking it was intuition. I, and I know that because I did it. Part of this soul searching is also like, is this intuition? Is this a knowing from a peaceful place from my spirit? Or is this fear that I'm letting kind of jerk me around? And sometimes do I still get jerked around by fear? Yeah, of course I do. Like it happens. And then I'm like, oh, oh, my intuition is actually telling me to put the brakes on. And then I just course correct. Again, it's not a perfect intuitive knowing. You're a human being that has experiences and things are happening around you. But when you've done the actual tapping in and releasing triggers, when you notice that these tensions come up, then you get closer and closer into understanding the voice of intuition instead of, it's like you learn the language of intuition. You're like, oh, that's a different language than what I thought it was. That's it. I mean, that, that is the work of reconnecting with that inner voice, reconnecting with our souls so that we have this incredible strength to carry us through this. Without that, you won't have the strength and you will be overcome by fear. So if we're fighting anything, it's fear. And that capacity to connect. And if you imagine it's a hose, your heart to your soul, that communication to be able to hear, our job is to clear it out. And that's the emotions. That's what every single teacher is talking about processing right now so that, so that we can hear and getting rid of the noise and being still. And we have been a society of perpetual motion in our heads and in our literal bodies. It will be our choice in 2022 to do the work and then benefit from it because the results will be peace and calm. Well, interestingly to that idea of who benefits from it. So it's not as if we haven't been a people of doing an action, but it's been a different kind of action. It's been a grind. It's been yes. a grind in a corporate sense, because if I grind there, then I have enough money and then I'm secure. So it's through them, I will have security. And the, the ask, the twist is, oh, by the way, you're supposed to be doing for yourself now. Like you're supposed to be doing and creating that for yourself. That doesn't mean you don't go to your corporate job. It's different though. I mean, the what generation is it now? X, 25, I don't know what it is. Like there's a new generation <laughs> and the whole generation is just like, well, you pay me for this hour to this hour and that's all I'm doing, which is very different from my gen X come in and you do more. So then you maybe climb a ladder. They're like, no, you go, you do, and then you leave and you do for yourself. Right. So I don't know if I'm being very clear about this, but I can definitely see the divide, the switch, which was before we went out and we did so that other people would give to us. And now we go out and do yes. to give to ourselves. That's the switch. And, and it's like a mind, it's like a lens change. Yes. It could be the same job with a lens change. You're not looking for the corporation, the employer, that, or money to give you that. 
you are now creating it yourself and having boundaries with the corporation, the employer, the money. Yes. And that's the, the shift there. And the work is now, the work is now in 2022 to do this, to make this shift. Eagles, when they want their babies to start flying, they take all the fluff out of the nap. We're going to make this place uncomfortable, which is what what that's the pandemic was, right? If they don't get to that place, they never get to soar. Our hearts want to soar. Like that's who we're made to be. And that requires we work in a way where I'm not dependent on you for my happiness, my retirement, my work-life balance. Like I'll take care of that. Thank you very much because I have the capacity and I'm going to work in this different way. Then when we do that, it doesn't even look the same way anymore. And that's where we're in all the uncertainty. It doesn't look, but it's a fantastic thing because none of us want it to look that way. Well, and in the past we would say, okay, what did the generation before us do that was wrong? Okay, boomer, what did you do that we won't do? We're being asked to stop doing that. I honestly think we're supposed to say, well, that was all supposed to happen. Everything has happened as it should. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because now what's next? What do we know? And what's next? Not what did they do wrong, but what do we know now? And I think it's like heart-centered. This is where our evolution is going. You can make it hard and not do the spiritual and emotional work. And you're still going to be going there. (laughs) And blame them that things aren't working out for you, which is Mm -hmm. hard because you have no power. Yep. And it's going to be uncomfortable because it is shifting. I mean, when you talk to young people, they're like, You can't just go and go to college and get a job and buy a house now. That's just not quote unquote available to them in the way that it was in the past. The difference is saying, oh, okay, well, so what does that mean? Oh, maybe this college degree, what do I really want to do? Yeah, maybe a college degree, maybe not. Maybe a house, maybe not. Like what actually is right for me? It's, It's a turning point that doesn't mean it's bad. It means it's supposed to be different. So that's where we have to really be in charge of how we are feeling in our physical bodies. It comes back to the moment to moment existence, understanding we're going this direction and it's good. Whatever's going to happen is actually for benefit of, I personally believe humanity's always benefiting, always growing. The universe is always expanding. So I'm just prepared that I'm going to get really good at discomfort and seeing joy, even in uncomfortable moments and know that that's the right thing for me. So that's what I'm going to do in 2022. And it sounds kind of weird and scary, but I feel a hundred percent at peace with it. And, and I feel like that's the same thing that it's good, but we just don't know to hold that we're going somewhere. Good is what helps you in the discomfort of this. Yeah. So it's a, it's a similar thing you know, six years ago, I think if we sat and had this conversation in December, it would be very odd, but literally everyone is saying the same thing. We are all like the animal, you know, the animals feeling like we need to move because of a hurricane. And I think it's a really important conversation mm-hmm. and it is really exciting. And the invitation is to build that. So the word resilience means your ability to adapt to yep. different circumstances. So we ask for a different circumstance. We got to be ready to do it. It's going to require different skills, different thought processes, different muscles, right? Quote unquote. So that's what we're doing. And the more we can do it ahead of time, I think anyone who's listening, we're doing it ahead of time, just like what you were led to like start in December so that we are prepared and we are ready because it's going to happen whether we want it to or not. So I want to be 
in my mind, that's the preparation, right? To be ready for whatever is coming instead of corn and toilet paper, I'm getting my soul muscles ready. <laughs> so. I, you know, to wrap it up, honestly, at the whatever happens stage, I hope to be the one with an open heart and an open can of corn that I'm willing to share with everybody. Because hey, your intuition may be like, yeah, you want some extra water in your basement. Like we're not saying that could come. Whole, yes. The whole point here is there's no formula. And we have been a system that's always had a formula and there's no formula, which is like an amazing, wonderful place. You watch the Lego movie when he's like, (laughs) I love that you have all of these pop culture references. (laughs) We love that movie, but like he goes into his brain and it's empty, right? There's no plan. And that's, that's where we are. So you can look at it as terrifying and you can also look at it as freaking amazing. To offer this, if you're listening to this and you're going, oh dear, like what (laughs) does that mean for me? Serena has programs happening in 2022 that are going to build these skills. I have offerings happening in 2022 that are literally to build these skills. And the only reason we know how to do these skills is we have been building these skills for ourselves. We don't teach anything that we don't practice. So if you need help, that's what we do. Reach out to us. Absolutely. Because we're kind of seeing it on the macro. It's the same thing on the micro. When something happens in your life, you didn't expect, you, you, you know, you get to be 40 or 50 and you're like, the formula didn't work. Right. You know, we can have it individually where, where we're dealing with past trauma, where we've worked with individuals all the time, but it is a different thing to kind of see it happening on a larger scale. So we, we wanted to speak to that. And that's what I love to do because if you can be connected with yourself Mm. You have all the strength you ever need to handle whatever comes, no matter what. And there's, I always have thought like, why did people do heroin? Like, you know, that heroin is like this horrendous drug that is like awful. And people just say it ruins their lives. And I'm like, oh man, why do people do heroin? And then I think heroin must give someone a similar feeling to what I feel when I trust myself, because it's really addicting to learn to trust yourself and be in that space where this self-trust will take away any concerns or worries that I have, this self-trust that my intuition is guiding me, that I'll take it one step at a time, that I can course correct if I need to. That feeling that that gives me must be the same thing because I'll do anything to stay with that feeling. I'm like, what needs to happen for me to have self-trust? Because sign me up. And that must be what it's like to be on drugs. It might, must be a false sense of that feeling that you get from within yourself. It's the only way someone would do it and keep doing it because I know that that feeling of, of self-trust and connection is so beautiful and so good. We are in pain, soul pain, hopefully isn't too dramatic, but when I'm not connected with myself or anybody else, it's an emotional pain registers the same place in your brain as physical pain. You need a painkiller. And when I break my leg, they give me some nice painkillers that are basically heroin, but medically (laughs) acceptable. And so I think the heroin is it's, it's, it's medicating that disconnection that it still doesn't create the connection, right? Because you're an addict, you can't find it without that. But we want you to find it within. When you find it within, that's what you were looking for in the, 
in the first place. And then right. when you don't have the pain, you don't need the painkiller, you know? And then the crazy thing about like really being in that place of self-trust is that no matter how shaken you are or the grief you're experiencing or the feelings you're experiencing, there's always this part of yourself that's like, it's okay. It's okay right now. Even when you feel this, like you're allowed, you're allowed to feel this and it's allowed to be hard and it's okay. You're going to make it. And you're like, wow. And make it doesn't mean everything gets better. Make it simply means this is okay. You're going to get wherever you're supposed to be going. Cosmically speaking, like it's the big, big macro vision of you making it, not just the, you're going to be a rich person. You're going to be, you know, healthy again, whatever the mind's thing that it thinks it needs. So it's time to do that. 2022 is a work year, guys. It's what, it's what it's going to be. And it's going to be good. Your people are moving inland like, you know, animals with their squirrel suitcases. And my people are climbing a mountain in Utah one step at a time and being a little sweaty, but whatever analogy or metaphor you need, it's the same place. We're all headed to the same place. Yeah. There's a lot of metaphors and it's interesting because that's something I've never done group coaching before. And that's what I'm doing in 2022. And when you're talking about this, if I am going to do this work, I want to be talking to other people who are also doing this work. I mean, that's why we're doing the podcast so we can have these conversations and normalize it. Cause to me, it's like, if I'm in a room of people, I'm like, can we stop talking about the weather? We are all <laughs> like really scared of death. Can we please just talk about that? And it's usually taboo. So yeah. I like that we, you know, and you and I Serena's have this quite a party killer. <laughs> she just walks in. She's like, oh, put your drinks down, everybody. We got death on the menu tonight. <laughs> But I found people that, you know, have those conversations in community. I think that's also going to be, we're doing the work, you know, and if you're going up the mountain and my, it's a terrible, your mountain is way better. Like I want to go up your mountain. I don't want to hang out with the squirrels. No, the squirrel suitcase, there's nothing better than a a tiny bit. Really? It would be like the big snakes and the alligators because we're talking about Florida. Right, right. Anyway. We but did anyway. we did give nicer animals in our in our vision. Our <laughs> minds produce nicer animals. But to do it in community is also we have to be together, but doing the inner work for ourselves. It's a crazy yeah. thing. It's like counterintuitive. If you want to be in community, you have to do your inner work. Period. Yeah. So that's it. That's the energy. That's what's coming in 2022. That's how we prepare you as we, you know, well, a couple think- days left. I don't think we're saying anything people haven't been feeling. Hopefully we've added a layer um, of peace to it because I think there's definitely stuff out there that people are like Mm -hmm. storing ammo and like all of that. Meaning, it's the meaning you create around that call to kind of be prepared. Does it mean the end is coming or does it mean this amazing new thing is coming? We want to communicate that we're thinking it's meaning something yeah. really good. Well, and to be honest, like Richard Rohr, who, if you've never read Richard Rohr, just like go buy all the books, download them all on Audible and just get started. But I, um, my personal spirituality has really evolved into the idea of if you've been a Christian and you believe in the second coming, my evolution of that is to the idea that Christ consciousness is coming, not Christ as a person, a human being back to the space. And Christ consciousness is open heart. It's all of the things we're talking about. That is Christ consciousness. It's doing the work to clear out the things so that yeah. you have faith and believe. So, and the kingdom is within us. And then a new heaven and a new earth. I'm hearing so many people yeah. say that, which means 
in my new heaven and my new earth, when I buy pants, nobody gets hurt. And when I eat food, it's 100% healthy for me. And when I drink water, it's good. And when my kids play, they're not in danger of of being with creepy guys because I have all girls. This is what it looks like for me. Mm-hmm. And when, when I have relationships, I'm close and I'm real. And I've been thinking about that, you know, and, and when I work Think about what you want feeling. to have, not what you don't want to have. This is that yeah. idea of like tuning your reticular activating system for what you want. We have been asking for it now be it. I mean, it's couldn't be clearer to me. Mm-hmm. And it's here. Step through the portal. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what we have for you today. If you have any questions, if you have any thoughts on 2022, if you have any intentions or words you want to share for the year, put them in on our Instagram post, share them with us, DM us, let us know. We love to hear from you. Otherwise, thank you for listening. We so appreciate you. Yeah. Let us know if it resonates. If you prefer squirrel suitcase or mountain climbing, I would love to hear that. Like I need to take a group to Utah now. Oh, have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. Leave us a review. Subscribe so more people can find us. And if you want more information about me or Christy, there's a link to both of our websites in the show notes. And we'll see you next time. Bye.